Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting. The uh, good news, Marissa is still alive and well in the woods edition. I am. <laughs> I am alive and, alive well and well in the woods. Um, full, full disclosure, I'm not here uh, for no reason. Um, mm-hmm. I am visiting uh, my family home. I'm in my teenage bedroom, um, mm-hmm. all of which just happens to be located uh, in the woods um, in Texas. You're, you're living like multiple nightmares for people. You're in the woods. You're in the home you grew up in. You're in your teenage bedroom. Many nightmares wrapped up into one. But many nightmares. You're, you're, you're doing. You're doing good. I, I'm handling <laughs> it well. Um, <laughs> I actually wasn't thinking about any of those nightmares, but I oh, sorry. now. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry. Oh no. My my don't, main don't focus think about, okay. no, was think... on um how good the Mexican food is, but now yes. I am thinking about teenage trauma and um what what comes from the woods. Uh, oh, horrible uh, things. Uh, uh, bo- <laughs> boogeyman's. <laughs> Aliens. I like how I watch so many horror movies, and when it comes time to name one monster, I come up with the boogeyman. <laughs> Can't Coral. come up with boogeyman. one cryptid. Ugh. Oh no. Well, good. Well, that's good though. So don't, don't, you know, don't think about it. Try to <laughs> try to try to think about how uh, we 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 have reached episode 030 fuck yeah. everyone that's fucking right fuck we yeah. are at the the big three oh and it's thanks to everyone who's been listening uh subscribing rating telling their friends and even the the amazing beautiful sexy stallions who uh support this podcast financially hell yes you guys right. <laughs> you guys are the reason we keep doing this um yeah. or else we no would shit. just be talking over drinks every night uh, <laughs> It's so cool. Jill's laughing, but it is so cool to share this information um, and communicate with you guys. And we love hearing from you and, um, you know, support. If you can dish it out, that's great. But also we we love some support uh, in the form of ratings, too. So, yeah, yeah, because it really does help listeners in your area find this podcast, because that's how Apple has its rating system that, um, like if you're in Argentina, for example, and you have an Apple ID registered in Argentina, uh, your rating will only be seen by people in your country. Uh, so help out, you know, help out people who want to find new podcasts and also let them know that you're listening because fuck, man, this is your time. And, you you know, let's, let's all lift each other up. Yeah, so I think so. <laughs> yeah for sure. Or, or <laughs> you might even be in a country where no one has rated. Well, that's interesting. And you can be like, be well, that's interesting. Yeah. That's right. You were there. And then like five years down the road, you can be like, um, I listened to them <laughs> way before everyone else did. Um, I heard of that band before they even you formed, go. you that's know, right. you were there. So that's right. Oh, man. Yeah. And so thank you. Big, big, wet. Thank you to everyone who's made us help, help us get to the uh big three zero and uh i guess we should just start i guess right i mean let's do it let's do it episode oh, yeah. 030 why yes you can die slipping on a banana peel <laughs> oh god <laughs> of course you can of course yeah. you can 
this is like a death from the good place. Oh, big time. It's like, it's so much history yep. here. Please tell me everything. Oh, absolutely. Still. Tell me uh, everything. Did we introduce ourselves? I don't think so. Oh, maybe I'm not. Jill Chacha. Um, I'm here with, <laughs> this is Jill Chacha. Um, I'm Marissa Riley reporting to you from the woods. <laughs> And uh, let's talk about some fucking banana okay, peels. Okay, so uh, let's let's first get the meth part out of the way, and then we can get into stories about people hurting themselves. How does that sound? Okay, fucking sounds fantastic. Great. <laughs> okay, so if you're wondering if there's a scale for slipperiness and a way to measure how slippery a slippery situation is, you're damn right. There is a way. There is a scale, and it's kind of simple. All right, now this is our imagination portion of the show. So please visualize the following quote. slipperiness is measured by placing a block of a given material on a ramp of another material and then slowly increasing the angle of the ramp the tangent of the angle of the ramp when the object starts to slide gives you the coefficient of friction or cof end quote and uh, that is from one of our sources today the glorious book and then you're dead by cody cassidy that was a gorgeous quote. I saw every single thing right in front of Fuck me. Yeah. Um, I was about to say it was like a beautiful mind, <laughs> but no one has seen that movie. That movie has been forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think it was good. It was one of those movies that won an Oscar, but then um, but then we realized it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, a lot of movies it just ends up. Just, just a shrug. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, back to, back to COF. <laughs> the, now, the COF lands on a scale from zero to one, and zero is extremely slippery, and one is barely moving. And to help visualize what bleh, to help visualize what a one is, imagine yourself standing on a forty-five degree angle, and you don't budge. So. Yeah. Okay. So that's a full-on one, and yes, there totally can be situations where you can exceed a one, but those are like outliers. And for example, rubber tires on a professional drag racing, like drag race, drag racing car (laughs) are like a four. Um, (laughs) And the friction the rubber creates when spinning could actually keep a car at a 75 degree angle, which is fucking bonkers. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Most things though, they fall between zero and one and lots Lots of common, common situations hover around zero. Extremely slippery. Um, As my tailbone knows very well, wearing socks on a wooden floor can lead to a wipeout. Uh, Oh, yes, they can. (laughs) The COF for socks across a wooden floor is a wee point two three. Yeah. And if you ever tried to walk across ice while wearing sneakers, it doesn't end well and it ends quickly. Sneakers and ice register at a 0.15. Wow, I love that there are specific numbers for such specific things. Like, I like that they went in depth and found these numbers specifically for sneakers on Mm -hmm. ice and uh, socks on a wood floor. Yeah, because that's just, I love it. That's just, uh, it just happens every day. I, I, I've had both situations multiple times in my life. <laughs> so. Same as a New Yorker. Jesus. Yeah, you can encounter both of those like 10 in the times same day. Each. Yeah. 
So now uh, sneakers on ice registering at 0.15. That's pretty close to zero, but we can get a lot closer, goddammit. And to do this, we're going to head over to Japan and we're going to slip back to 2014. That's right. We're at the University of Minato. And here, Dr. Kiyoshi Mabuchi and his team sacrificed themselves for a study called Frictional Coefficient Under Banana Skin. Mm, (laughs) That's such a lovely way of putting it. Like, I don't know. It sounds almost like a poem or something. The the study is poetic. Dr. Kiyoshi is, he is a poet. (laughs) An artist. Yes. For context, if if anyone's not familiar, uh, like Marissa said, slipping on a banana peel is like a comedy slapstick gag, and it goes as far back as the 1860s. If you've ever watched a cartoon like Looney Tunes, chances are you've seen somebody wipe out on a banana peel. Uh, so it has a long history in physical comedy, but no one ever tested the gag until Dr. Kiyoshi accepted the challenge. Um, Amazing. That's right. This bold study began with 12 Cavendish bananas, and those are your average store-bought bananas. So just imagine a dozen bananas. They were peeled, and each peel was placed on a linoleum plate, and that was to mimic a kitchen floor, for example. The plate. Interesting. Yeah. The plate then was set atop a small tool called a force transducer which was used to measure exactly how much sliding took place. Now, I'd love to show you the amazing setup for this experiment. So <laughs> uh, the picture will be on our Instagram. Well, that's interesting pod. Uh, but can you describe in your own words what you see right here? Okay. So. <laughs> I am actually not 100% sure. Okay. So I see a. Uh, a person's there foot. You go. Start with the foot, and they've got the ball of their foot, um, pressing on a banana skin, which is on top of a linoleum plate, which is on top of a force transducer. Wait, yes, did I get that? Yeah, that right? little thing, that little. It's about the size of a hockey disc, I, I would say, or a hockey puck. Yes, it's very small. It looks almost like a coffee can or something from my angle and yeah what a what a contraption it does not look as scientific as I thought it was it's literally someone stepping on a banana peel Uh, and each peel was stepped on five times for a total of 60 measurements and Dr. Kiyoshi Mabuchi discovered on average this shoe meets banana peel on floor situation registers a super slippery 0.07. Wow, that's very low. That's very low. It's twice as slippery as ice and five times as slippery as a wooden floor. Um, And it turns out, are you going to say something? Oh, I was going to say ice and wooden floor are already so lethal that when you put the math in there, this banana peel is like, I don't know, death on impact. Like it's <laughs> fast acting. Fast acting. According to these numbers. I can, I can so. see the commercial now. <laughs> so, we've been eating these things. We should have been just the US someone call the US military, let them know. Right? Uh, so it turns out 
a banana might not be the only troublesome fruit in your home. Uh, the team also took a look at apple, orange, and tangerine peels. Apple peels are a 0.13. Oranges okay. and tangerines are both around a 0.2. And that's okay. above our deadly banana friend. But remember, still as slippery as sneakers on ice, that 0.15, and socks across a wooden floor, that 0.23. Okay, so the next time... Uh, yeah, we've got a home invader uh, coming into our apartment. Yeah, we have five seconds, so we're both just we both just happen to be holding bananas, oranges, <laughs> or apples. We'll be okay. We just sprinkle it mm-hmm. everywhere in front of us. Bam! It's it's no one of your options. Can... It's one of our one of our one of, your, one of the arsenals. You know, you have your yeah. you have your classic gun, your classic knife. Don't don't be afraid to reach for a banana, you know. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. <laughs> so we're left with the question: What makes a banana so fucking bananas? Well, inside the skin of this unassuming fruit are layers and layers of tiny sacs, and each sac holds a little amount of gel, or or a polysaccharide follicular gel, if you want to be all fancy. Uh-huh. And would you please read what happens within fractions of a second when foot meets peel? Absolutely. All right, quote, um, when those tiny sacks in the banana skin get compressed or stepped on, they burst, forming a single super slimy surface, prime for slippage, end quote. And that comes from businessinsider.com. So it's basically like putting Vaseline on the ground. There you go. Yeah. Another weapon. Look at, look at all. Another weapon. This is just so informative, this show. This, everything, everything is a weapon. <laughs> Everything is a weapon. Everything is a weapon if you squirt it on the floor. I hate myself for saying. Well, this is important. Okay, podcast you're, over. Look, I'm done. I'm out. Now, you're in the woods. You should know these things. I'm. I'm. I'm just giving you the information you need to survive for the rest of the week in the woods. So. Thank you. You're welcome. I will. I'll make sure to go to the grocery store and get a lot of bananas mm-hmm. and Vaseline. And um, yeah, yeah, healthy diet. I'll be safe. Healthy diet, keeping your skin fresh, and you're deadly. It's perfect. There you go. So. Fiber. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> now this podcast wouldn't be this podcast if we didn't look into the possibility of death. Uh, it of turns course. out in the <laughs> sorry, turns out in the mid 1800s, when the Panamanian banana was introduced to the United States, imported by a man named Carl B. Frank. Quote, the fruit quickly became a popular street fruit. Let me do that again. Quote, the fruit quickly became a popular street food throughout America. But the surge in urban migration and lack of sanitation regulation posed a major problem in cities. People often tossed their garbage into the streets, leading to public waste buildup. A rotting banana peel was a slime-covered booby trap. Around 1880, Harper's Weekly admonished anyone who tossed their banana peels on a public walkway, as this would likely result in broken limbs. In 1909, St. Louis City Council completely outlawed throwing or casting a banana rind on public thoroughfares. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, like, so we, we see this in comedy. We see this in movies and cartoons as a joke. We've always... You know, we always make fun of it as a joke. I, I, I don't know a single person who's ever slipped on a banana peel. 
But I love that this was once, it was once such a big problem yes, that was. they had to fucking outlaw yes. throwing your goddamn peel in the street because yep. people were breaking their limbs. <laughs> That's right. Oh my God. That was a very dark joke at yeah. one time. It, it, it really, really was. Um, continuing the quote, throughout the 19th century, cities relied heavily on wild pigs that roamed the streets to, to dispose of rotting organic matter. This method was not wholly effective, end quote. <laughs> so. Oh my God. That reminds me of the episode of The Simpsons where didn't they have some sort of like uh, uh, infestation? Yeah. So they just kept infesting the city with like worse animals. That's, that's it. <laughs> it was something like snakes, then they got mongooses, mm-hmm. then they got gorillas or something. I don't remember the or- that's uh that's our country (laughs) that's our country country. and this quote solve solve the problem with another problem (laughs) and then you just wait for other generations to deal with it so so. there you go (laughs) Uh, that quote is from mental floss uh and their article how did slipping on a banana peel become a comedy staple it's a good read go for it so Uh, Yes, people did actually hurt themselves on bananas in the United States. Uh, In fact, walking on any surface with a COF of 0.1 or less results in a fall 90% of the time. Wow. Yeah. Those are numbers that I can fully, (laughs) fully realize. Yeah. Wow. Seriously. So let's talk the extent of injuries. Uh, So when you know you're on a slippery surface, you kind of change your gait, you ready yourself. And when you do fall, like your arm, your hand, or your ass takes the blow. But if you're not expecting something slippery or expecting to fall, this can lead to a head injury. Uh, (sighs) Falling from a, (laughs) you see where I'm going with this? Falling falling from a standing position means your noggin travels five or six feet down with quite a lot of force behind it. Um, Would you like to read from And Then You're Dead by Cody Cassidy as to why this might be troublesome? Absolutely. All right. Quote, if you cannot protect your head from a fall at six feet, your skull would fracture. Fractures are dangerous for a few reasons, but (laughs) bleeding is the big one. Bleeding inside your skull can be far more dangerous than bleeding anywhere else. Dot, dot, dot. Because your skull is a solid container carrying fragile cargo. If your head starts filling with blood, your brain gets squeezed too much blood within your skull creates pressure that strangles the brain and chokes off and kills critical brain functions like remembering to breathe and quote oh my god what a great quote right i am never leaving the house without a helmet again no more bananas smoothies I don't want to die. I don't want my brain to choke. Ah! Uh, I'm well, Sorry. it's okay. I'm, I'm calming down. That was a very intense quote. It was an intense quote. We got a scream. That means it's a successful, successful episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody, don't worry too much. Uh, according to Rygar comparisons, I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's R-E-I-G-A-R-W, Rygar comparisons. The odds of death via slipping on a banana peel are one in three and a half billion. Very, 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 very slim. But still. 
but still people did hurt themselves. But this one and three and a half billion, uh, it didn't stop me from looking into if it ever happened before. And yes, my friends, it certainly has. And the story of the first and only known record of a man dying via fruit peel is right after the break. And it's it's even crazier than you expect. I promise. It's fucking crazy. Can't wait. (laughs) Stay tuned. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms. So when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. You get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And we're here for the injuries. So oh, fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> So uh, let's begin our story as promised. And our story begins way back, way, way back in 1911. Oh, uh, damn. That is a long time ago. That's right. And we're standing at the edge of Niagara Falls, waiting for Bobby Leach to float by inside his steel tube. You see, Bobby had the dream of being the first man and the second person to survive going over Niagara Falls. And would you like to see Bobby and his death-defying tube. Absolutely. Okay, so s- sending you a photo of Bobby and his... Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so just yeah. to clarify, he would get in this and then go through Niagara Falls? Yeah, that's that was the tube he floated okay. on and over the... Yeah. All right, so uh, I'm looking at Bobby. Bobby looks fucking awesome. He has a bow tie... <laughs> A little uh, uh, engineer's little page boy hat. Yep. Uh, he's got uh, one of those arm uh, things that like um, like people at fancy cocktail bars wear. Um, he's got a cane. And then he's sitting on top of this giant tube. It's about 
two or three giant trash cans long. It's this long cylinder. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's made of some sort of metal. Mm -hmm. Um, It's got, uh, it it looks like it's been somehow like um, stapled rivets, like a nailed together. Yeah. And there's very steampunk, very steampunk. Um, And there's like a, a little hole that's big enough for a person to fit inside of um and and there's a big dent on the top (laughs) so the fact that he got in this yeah and went over niagara falls in this i know makes me super nervous (laughs) and uh i'm like getting a bruise just thinking about it yeah and this photo will also will be on our instagram and it's just this man is the epitome of the early 20th century it's like it's just that kind of photo yeah um but before his attempt many other folks gave it a go as well despite the direct quote from the only person to attempt and survive the fall at the time annie taylor was an american school teacher and she was the fucking person who actually was the first person to do it and survived and she did it in a literal barrel oh my god a wine barrel yeah it wasn't a metal thing like this guy's steel fucking tank basically who who started this trend (laughs) why it's like it's like skydiving like i'm just like hurt just thinking about it yeah you guys (laughs) so and she said of her experience quote if it was with my dying breath i would caution anyone against attempting the feat Good. I would sooner <laughs> I would sooner walk up to the mouth of a cannon, knowing it was going to blow me to pieces, than make another trip over the fall. End quote. Amazing. And... I'm glad that she wasn't like, it was so bad. It was bad to fall. <laughs> no, she was like, this sucks. Don't do it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, and you can read the entire quote on her wiki page. Um, you know, it just makes people want to do it even more. And uh, it inspired Daredevil Bobby. He got into his steel tube, floated two and a half miles downriver before reaching the edge of the falls and went over. And he survived, but not unscathed. Uh, He spent six months recovering from his injuries, uh, which were two broken knees and a broken jaw. Jesus. So that was that big old dent you you mentioned that. Yeah, that's when he got his two broken knees. That's why he he has a cane in this picture and he's sitting down. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh no. So after healing as much as one can in 1911, uh, he got a stuntman gig with Barnum and Bailey Circus and he gained a little fame and enough to retire the stunt work and do a little paid lecturing. Oh, uh, nice. That's right. In 1926, he was on a publicity tour in Auckland and according to the New Zealand Herald, quote, was strolling along the pavement close to his flat in Prince's Street when he slipped on an orange peel and broke his leg, end quote. Oh, God. And, yeah. Would you like to read further from the 1926 Herald article, Bobby Leach Dead? Of course I would. All right, quote, uh, there can be little doubt that the leg injuries he received during his memorable drift in the barrel were responsible for the weakening of the limb that was broken. Complications set in, and on Monday, the leg was amputated but the patient rapidly weakened and died. End yeah. quote. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> so he can yeah. survive falling uh, down Niagara Falls. Yeah, he could not survive a fucking tangerine. No. Wow. So the Herald then summed up the situation in perfect 1920s speak. Quote. After a life of intrepid exploits and hairbreadth escapes, the actual incident that led to his death seems like one of those ironies of fate that bestow the pages of ancient fiction. For having defied death a hundred times, he at last owed his end to a piece of orange peel. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that is the tale of Bobby and the Peel. Bobby and the Peel, man. Bobby and the Peel. That sounds like a band. That's right. Sounds like a country band. <laughs> yeah. And every song is all about Bobby's death. Ugh. Poor Bobby. <laughs> Poor Bobby. <laughs> oh my God. That was amazing. And that is the end of episode 030. Uh, again, thanks to everyone who's helped us make it this far. And it's very far, especially when you start at 001. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So, and now we're the big three O. I know. We ourselves. We are women now. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, so thanks to everyone. And please stay interesting. Please do.